0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. never FDIC.
1: <laughs> it is Monday, January 6th. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Dave Walsh with us here today as well. We're coming to you live from the Union Pub and Grill. We haven't done this in a while, so let me remind you where we're at. We are at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, (laughs) Union Pub and Grill, home of, well, the Southern Bell. And Mondays, we got a great reason for you to be down here on Mondays. $1.50 bottles, $2.00 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. So, Dave. A new decade. We're here. New decade. Yeah. New Year. Yeah. We haven't been here in a while
2: because, well, we. That's kind of like, what was it look like?
1: We were yeah. the recipients of weeks upon weeks yeah. of college football games. Yes. I'm sitting back. I'm watching. What What am I doing on a Monday? I'm watching college football, well, Day 39
2: of them. We might as well watch them. That's, that's what I did. And you had them. Your networks uh, had them. So. I was watching football. Yeah. So,
1: hey, we're back, by the way. Um, we're back. We're going to do this uh, all year long here at the Union Pub and Grill every Monday. And, of course, uh, to get you back into the swing of things, yeah, you can join us anytime by calling 877-420-talk 877-420-8255. Our phone lines brought to you by Miller Hole. True Great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So Dave, we're we're knocking off the ring rust. We haven't done this since last year. You use all those clichés. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, when was the last time we actually did a show together? You and me, ah, it's, it's it's been, been it's been a bit. A lot of things have happened. Uh, I think the last time you and I did a show was on Monday, December December 16th. Yes. Monday, December 16th. The last time we had an actual show was on December 18th. Yes. Now, we had, of course, martial basketball, martial football in between. The last time we actually had a show, we also had that holiday called Christmas. Right. We had that. We had New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Bowl games. We had Christmas Day everything so we're we're like starting over again it's like we haven't done this in a while so yeah. here we are we've seen a lot of Marshall basketball over the last few weeks Marshall looking bad then looking great then looking bad again fought hard in the last one they're playing defense offense I thought was getting better I don't know what to tell you about this team right now Dave that's
2: uh, it's, it's- Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Exactly, because you think, what, 48-hour span, less than two days. Poor Rice didn't know what hit him. And then when they played uh, North Texas, remember Marshall got like a 10-2 lead, so really they only scored 54 points the rest of the way. And you're going like, everybody's asked the coach after the game. I said, Coach, you give up 61 and a half, 64 in a game. And he says, well, first and foremost, one of the rules is play defense, try to make them play 94 feet. They're very fast. If you let them get out, you're not going to catch them. They made him play, and then they, they made things tough for our Rand Bennett underneath. They made Jared have a tough day, and uh, they found a way to get out. He said it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world, but on the road you still want to go home. To make you feel a little bit better about yourself,
1: yeah. a little bit better, Western Kentucky beat Rice 68-61 right. to 61 on Saturday. Right. So that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. And, of course, North Texas beats Marshall by three, 67-64. And so – Western Kentucky, they rally back and they beat North Texas and score 60 plus on him in the second half. And Marshall can't uh, seem to get it going after uh, running out to an early lead. And I know youth is the
2: the, the the story I'm hearing. This team is young. Yes. But even after the game, they kept going, that doesn't fly anymore. That's it's like freshmen and sophomores or whatever, juniors. We've played enough to get past that hurdle. I so said, the biggest thing, as you've mentioned earlier, Let's, let's eliminate the turnovers from 17 down to 10. As Danny would say, let's reverse it. I don't think. 17 you, turnovers, 10 assists. Let's make it 17 assists, 10 turnovers, I, different outcome. I don't think youth is necessarily the factor no. here. No, because there's a lot of passes. Right? I mean. <laughs> a bad pass is a bad yeah. pass. Period. A lot of that stuff that was turned over before they even got to half court. They'd already thrown the ball away, and I was going, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, you don't want to call it an unforced error, but it was. Just bad execution. Yeah. And Marshall still almost won this game. Yeah. they had some
1: chances down the they end. Had
2: the, they had the last. They had the the last man with the ball was them. And Danny after the game said, "You know, that's the first time we've been in that situation." They had a decent play drawn up, I believe, but it didn't quite go off as planned, and uh, North Texas escaped. If
1: Marshall wins this game, you know what we're talking about today? Uh-huh. The herd's resilience. Exactly. Instead,
2: we're talking about the herd's youth and so yeah. their resilience in this game. Like you just called it Jekyll Hyde. You 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 Thursday night, you're a million dollars, and then. Two days later, it's like, what happened? Not the same team. No, not the same team. Now, North Texas is a step
1: up from Rice. Let's let's be honest here. North Texas probably shouldn't have lost to Western Kentucky. No. And they did. And they had something to prove. They're on the road, and they've got something to prove. And
2: they want to not go back home 0-2. Whatever whatever their coach preached before the game uh, worked, because 61 points and a half, and you hold a team really to 54 for a half for a game, Whatever you drew up on the defensive boards, worked. And the coach said that we made him play 94 feet. And they made life tough for Iran Bennett. They made tough for Mr. Jared West at times. And uh, uh, Tavion did his thing, but he needs some help, needs some help. That distribution that was there Thursday wasn't there on Saturday.
1: They were six of 20 from the three-point line. Yes. You're not going to get it done, six no. Six of 20 from the three-point line. You're going to chuck up 23 pointers You need to make more than you six. You need to make more than six. Because they were twenty-one of fifty-three for the contest. It seems like wherever they chucked them up, it didn't go down. So thirty-three points were not—I'm sorry, thirty-three shots were not from three. No. And in the paint, they were okay. They got twenty-eight points in the paint. UNT got thirty. North Texas.
2: Because that's one category I always go crazy on PIP. But they played them neutral. They played them neutral.
1: But Marshall capitalized and got 22 points off turnovers, and guess what? North Texas got
2: 20 points off turnovers. So, they, they were pretty happy much, with that. Pretty much evened it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure when they gave up 61.5, they saw a lot of things go the wrong way. Western Kentucky did something to get the ball the other way and going, no, wait a minute, 61 points. Yeah. So, you circle
1: that number right there. It's right. 17 turnovers. Marshall. Defensively, they've got well, some. They forced 18, I think. Yeah, they forced 18. They got 17. Uh, you know, they gave up 17. They get 18 off of North Texas. Marshall stole the ball 11 times, but so did North Texas. Right. Marshall had 10 assists. North Texas had eight. Block shots,
2: 7-3 in favor of Marshall. So, Marshall, again, blocking that's, shots. That's the one statistic when the games are over. You look at it, they – You know, they're like the tops in the conference, whatever. You're going seven. You watch the block chart, you know, chart. We see them keeping it at the other end of the floor. Ten Thursday night, you're going like, they're like one of the nation's leaders in block shots. And you're going like, really? When you think of Jared West and those guys, but they find a way to to send them the other way. And you get it from everybody, really. Yeah. Cam Brooks Harris had two blocks,
1: but Tavion had a block. Iron Bennett had a block. Darius George
2: had a block. Jansen Williams had a block. Gorin had a block. I think Tabion had a block that was called a goaltend. They shot one up there, and I, I, I'm still thinking, did he did he do what I think when the guy shot it and he caught it? On, the, and I don't know if it was going down or what, but it was just an unusual play, and they they decided it was a goaltend.
1: Look at the the guy that
2: I've
1: been wondering what's going on with his offense. He didn't even get a, a, a look at the basket. He got one shot, and that's Jansen Williams. Yeah, oh that's, that's, of one. That's, as you mentioned That's a earlier, three he's been
2: a mystery man. I don't know what's going on with him. He has he, been, you know, last year was boom, 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 and now it's like how many times have I heard Jansen pulls up from three and not even hit the
1: basket. Yeah. I mean, Jansen's out there 12 minutes, and he's over 1. He has two rebounds off the offensive glass, two on the defensive glass, and he also, as I mentioned, had one block. He also had a steal. He had a turnover. Right. But 12 minutes, he's out right. there. And then Michael Byers is out there three minutes.
2: All right. I mean, two guys that way back when were going, like, you know, counting for some points and stuff, and now they're hardly on the court. They're hardly on the court. And Darius George, 2-3. Come,
1: Come on strong. 2-3, though, five yeah. points. Hell, can't believe he only took three shots. That's that's not a Darius George game. No. Three shots, hit 2-3. I mean, you can't argue with his shooting percentage, one of two from the three-point line. But he's out there three shots, and he's out there
2: 26 minutes. There's got to be more shots than that.
1: Yeah, you got to get more. You got to get more from him. Tavion was seven of ten. Jared was. This is a number here. Jared had a
2: tough night. Three of fifteen. He had a tough night. So really, if Jared West isn't going, that's right there. Your team. It's almost like as Jared goes, we go, and it didn't go very well for him. That's really his first off-off night.
1: I don't even call that an off night because he had nine points in the contest. He had three steals, as I mentioned. He did have two turnovers. He had an assist. He was playing with four fouls. And, again, Andy was playing with four fouls at one point. Tavion had four fouls at one point. Bennett had four fouls at one point. I'm sorry, uh, Jared had one foul. I I apologize. Uh, I got my numbers off here a little bit. But Jared had one foul. He had three rebounds, one of two from the free throw line, two of seven from the three-point line, and three of 15 total. I mean, that's not Jared West playing offense this year, that's Jared West playing defense yeah.
2: and still trying to play offense. I still can see the one play when he picked the guy's pocket half court, went in and, and dunked the ball. That was going like, you know, he is he is a very tenacious player.
1: So if Jared but is if Jared is not playing offense well, maybe he needs to go into that defensive mode yeah, that he's something. known for a little bit more and and find somebody else. But again, he's out there. Almost the entire game, you gotta have him out there because he's one of your he best players. He doesn't leave the four very often. No, he's one of your best players. You have right. to have him out there, and I just don't know if this was just a call it a a mismatch or a poor matchup for uh, the herd, or just uh, a chippy team to go up against. And this is a team that made Marshall earn
2: every point. Yeah, well, and maybe I'm the, sure maybe were, the formula was out. They were probably out. mad after what happens the second half Saturday. Well, sure, sure. They, they drew were. some things up, and the guy said, "Hey, make a play ninety-four feet." Because you watch the game, There was times I'm watching Marshall going like, shot clock's running down, and they're, they're, they're just running around. The same thing that North Texas did at times, but at least they got 30 seconds off the clock. Wasn't the greatest shot in the world, but they got 30 seconds. They didn't turn it over, give them easy two. He was okay with that. And then there was a the times with Marshall going like, what are you doing? They just run around, run around, and there's a lot of one-on-one, and I'm going, that's not what they drew up, I don't think.
1: I don't think. I still don't think it's a youth issue. No. It's just –
2: a bad night, maybe? They, they I weren't. Mean, I mean, how that wasn't teams? an issue against Rice on the victory. No, I, I, I really think that th- this will be a, a benefit. That the, you know, Danny has said, folks. He's about to tell you. I mean, I, getting ready for Billy, I was going like, Danny said, hey, we're going to be a roller coaster, boys. The, the John Elmore motor is gone. We have a new motor. We're going to have dips in the road. We don't know when the next dip is. It was Saturday. Try to fix the dip. Cut down the turnovers when they go out on the road Thursday down to uh, Middle and, and see what happens because Middle's going to lick in their lot. They got they got beat twice over the weekend, so we'll see what they are. Because Marshall has handled himself pretty well on the road, they have handled themselves well on the road.
1: Marshall, if you look at what Marshall was averaging, Marshall was averaging seventy-seven point yeah. six a point to contest, and they were held sixty-four. Right so north texas playing solid defense north texas they they averaged 69.9 they got 67 yeah their shooting percentage they were almost a little bit better than that they're averaging 46.7 marshall can only hold them to 49 and marshall shoots 46.3 percent from
2: the field and north texas held them to 39.6 yeah i mean i'm sure when the coach got in the locker room after the game said Whatever they drip on the board, they were checking them off, you know, under 40, under this for threes. Your big guns were kind of silenced or quieted a little bit. And uh, everything we needed to do, we did. And now makes Marshall go, hey, we got some things to fix. We're not young. Yes, we are young when you look at freshman, sophomore, but we played. We throw a pass. Me to you. I don't throw it over there. Don't turn the ball over before half court. Don't throw them. I mean, I remember the old days. with How many times you hear him say cross-court pass will get you out of the game? There's a lot of cross-court passes around the night that sailed. They just went out of the building. And I'm sure Danny was going like, what are you doing? Look, walk it up. Yeah. If it's,
1: if it's not wide open, don't take it. Yeah. It was like they were looking for home run balls. <laughs> yeah.
2: They did. I but, it did. Was- think there were some times when I'm going like, the shot clock's running down, and they really didn't have a clue. They, you know, it's like, oh, we better do something. And, and, and Jared threw one up, or somebody would throw one up. Well, part of that's
1: just good defense. Yeah.
2: That's, mean, that's the same time you're going. Yeah. That's North Texas doing their job. And at times, yeah. North Texas was the same way. Maybe not running great. But you know what? same time, maybe Marshall's guarding them pretty well. Now, I thought Marshall would play fine. I mean, yeah. Marshall held them to 67. You hold a
1: team to 67, you got a good shot to win, yeah. unless they're doing the same unless thing. Unless you to don't you. break 70. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, a play here, a play there, yep. it goes Marshall's way. Marshall did have chances down the stretch. And even the last play and of the game. free throws, and that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few free throws. I'm sitting there going, whoa. I mean, how many clunkers did we have? That's a,
2: that's a big miss on your Marshall part. Marshall had a few a few clunkers at, at inappropriate times.
1: Now, I'm not going to say that a missed free throw was uh, the cause of, of this, and it, it was the reason why Marshall lost. But free throw-wise, Marshall, for the most part, was pretty good, but – there were a couple of spots here. It's like well, you needed that right then and there,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because they yeah. were sixteen of twenty-two. Yeah, and they needed that in a, a pinch. Because there was two or three times North Texas went to the line, double clunk, and I'm and yeah. we were talking on the radio, looking at it going like, the old saying: "You make them, you win; you miss them, you let the other team hang around." And they walk up, and clang two. Washington gets the rebound, has a chance to do some things. You make the two; that's now a three-point game becomes a five-point game. It's not just not as detrimental as it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to hit a couple of those. I yeah. mean, there's just like a key th- free throw here or there is like, ooh. And they didn't miss that many. They were 16-22, and 22, as I yeah. mentioned. But yeah. there was a spot here like, okay, you needed that one. Yeah. You really needed that one. But then again, we can talk about that because those things get magnified because the margin of victory was so minuscule, three, three yeah. points. One possession. You could have cl- put it together and got a play, done something, got
2: – eh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, but I think there was times on. If you looked at Danny on the bench, you're going like, this. This is what I, I signed up for. And this, and he kept reiterating back early on, like, this takes me back to two or three years ago when they were growing pains, a few growing pains. But I think they're going to be over that. Just flip the turnover assist ratio. Find a way when the game is tight, last play of the game, running down the stretch. Hey, I'm taking charge. Give, you know, like we said, football. Give me the ball. Get the ball in my hands. Get out of the way. We'll win. Who's going to step up and be the man?
1: By the way, Western Kentucky, Charlotte, FAU, FIU, Louisiana Tech, and Old Dominion all two and zero conference sweep city. Marshall is one and one. North Texas is one and one. It could be worse for yeah. and UTSA, Rice, Southern Miss, UTEP, UAB, and Middle Tennessee all zero and two. Yeah. And Marshall's got to go play Middle Tennessee and UAB, and you know they don't want to be zero and three. Or and, one and three, one and or three, zero oh and four. So, Mm-mm. we'll and see what Marshall happens. doesn't
2: want to be either. We will see what so happens. We'll see what Danny, what Danny's worked on between now and uh, Thursday night when they go down the middle.
1: We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. We got more on the way here on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines.
1: 877-420-TALK, 877 420 To be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Here until six o'clock. We haven't done this in a while, so we're excited to be back with you. And of course, we kick things off here as we always do on Mondays. The Union Pub and Grill.
2: We don't have Monday Night Football. No, I don't know what to do. That's that's no Monday Night Football, but
1: I I don't know what to do, Dave.
2: You went to the football subject there. New Orleans doesn't want to come down to the final play, regardless who the opponent is, especially if it's Minnesota. And hey, Tom Brady and the Patriots gone. They are gone. I mean, it's fun to look okay. on the Internet and read about these things. Don't, the the don't end of an era and the whole nine yards.
1: To, Don't come into the office and say uh, – Don't any, say that? And no. Okay. The receptionist at the office – Oh, I know. I was, no, I no. Know. I'm just – I'm warning you, man. Okay. Don't. Don't. Just, just say, it, say anything but. Football is over. Okay. You don't even know about it. Foot, okay. Yeah. Tom who? No. Just <laughs> no. nothing. Just nope. pretend you know nothing. Yeah. Whew,
2: man. But, I mean, it's ugly. Four, three straight years the, the Saints on the last play of the game get beat. And then, and then Tom Brady, and and, and and some people said they saw it coming when they lost to the Miami game and stuff, but it's just like, what are the announcers going to do now? When the Super Bowl comes on, some people had New Orleans playing, maybe New England. They're both gone. Uh, They're I, both gone. I never had that matchup. No. I no. think the Ravens are going to be hard to beat, but at the same time, Drew Brees, all the things he did this year, he's history, and so is Tom. That's hard to believe. They have to carry on without him. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. It opens it up. Yeah. I still think, that, like I said, the Ravens will be hard to beat, Mahomes and stuff. Uh, maybe the Vikings will lead to Trump life. Just to, If it comes down to the last play, they're going to find a way to convert. They've, they've done it two out of three years now. Well, the
1: playoffs are s- set now. The divisional round is next. Yep. And so coming up, You've got the Vikings and the 49ers. Yes. That's gonna be that's gonna be a heck of a game. Yeah. I mean, really. Vikings, 49ers, Titans, Ravens. Yeah. And Texans Chiefs, Seahawks, Packers. Those are your matchups. I think the 49ers beat the Vikings. I don't see any yeah. I, no. I don't see anything happening there. That's gonna okay. change my mind. And there is no way Tennessee is beating the Ravens. No. They shouldn't. No, it should not. And so it comes down to the Texans, Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs there. And Seahawks, Packers. That's the only toss-up there. Yeah, and you're at
2: Lambeau. You'd think I think the Seahawks would probably win that one, yeah. The Seahawks leading a charmed life. Leading a charmed life.
1: So it's going to come down to probably the Ravens and the Chiefs. That's going to be a good matchup Yes, there. it will. That'd be a really good matchup. And then I'm going to say 49ers, Seahawks maybe? Yeah. Playing
2: again? <laughs> I don't know. Seahawks, they did something pretty good. Well, they, something about Russell Wilson, I, having him calling the shots, that's not a bad guy to have in the center. No. Russell Wilson. But. Aaron
1: Rodgers is still the quarterback yeah. of the Packers. Yeah. For, don't forget that. Aaron Rodgers is still yeah. the quarterback of the Packers.
2: Yes, he still is. Yeah. And they're playing this game on his field.
1: I don't think that matters, though. No.
2: Look at the wild card round. Yeah. That Only didn't matter. One, what, home t- one home team won,
1: right? And that was yeah. barely. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, okay, now the Seahawks, when they, they beat the Eagles, all right, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not this year. That's not a big deal. The Vikings beating the Saints—that's a pretty big deal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Titans beating the Patriots—that's a pretty big deal.
2: And the Bills—nice record, but—but but, did you beat anybody? Yeah, it's like, what did you do for me lately? And it's just, and that was an overtime game.
1: Yeah. I think. Hey, look, this is the Ravens. This is the Ravens Invitational. Yeah.
2: Right now, it's the Ravens Super Bowl and, uh, to lose. And I think what not that long ago that the guy that's probably going to be MVP of the league played right here. Lamar Jackson, he's, he's really taking the league by storm this year. Yeah, well, he's, he's – And he will be healthy Saturday. He will be 101%. you ever run
1: that much as a quarterback? No,
2: not by design. Not
1: even when they were coming at you? Yeah, but
2: when they're coming. But he, <laughs> he takes off by design. Right, but did you even put that much on the ground in your full career? Yeah, the first year we kind of had to. Okay. But, I mean, just he, he he's what I guess you want to call the dual threat. He can throw it. The best thing to do is keep him in the pocket. If he gets out of the pocket, he's going to be dangerous. If he takes off with the ball, look out. And evidently, he doesn't mind getting hit right now. That may take his toll down the road, but he's only got to survive this one, this game, and one more, hopefully, before he goes to the big show. Yeah.
1: And the Ravens could win because Ravens have been pretty much the class of the uh, the league this year, 49ers as well. Don't forget them. I mean, that might be your Super Bowl, 49ers-Ravens. Yeah. And you think I wouldn't
2: of all be surprised the, of all the grief that Garoppolo took when he left New England with with Tom Brady, and you think of it now, Tom Brady's done. Jimmy's still playing. Jimmy's still playing. Of course, Jimmy's a little younger than Tom. Right. And I and I noticed something the other day that the Patriots had one of the oldest, if if not the oldest team in the league, average age, and I think over sixteen games it caught up to him.
0: But
2: what, something was missing. Something was missing. But what do you do if you're the Patriots? Well that right now they're going to do you have a major overhaul. Tom Brady, do you, how much do you if, you know first to ma- you know if he's coming back? If he comes back a different team. How many guys you have injured though in that team That's as well?
1: That's true. I mean
2: keep that in mind. They're one year removed. Right. I mean this team won a Super Bowl last year. Now they're you know, they're, I mean, I think a lot of people are still in shock that they're done. That's like There's no Tom Brady to talk about anymore. Yeah, I don't think the league is caught up with the Patriots.
1: I think the Patriots just came back down to earth. They came back to earth, yeah. But at the same time, I still don't think they were getting past the Ravens anyway. No. They could be playing next week. They weren't getting past the Ravens
2: at the end of the day. No, I think that's a good point. It's not so much what everybody, it's just they kind of digressed a bit. Yeah. Some other teams made some strides, and that was enough to to get them on.
1: There ain't no amount of coaching that Bill
2: Belichick can do to overcome time. If you're 20, if you're a little bit on the older side, if your quarterback is 43 years old, uh, whatever, it's uh, going to catch up to you.
1: You go with Tom Brady until you can't. Right. But at the same time, you got to do something for a quarterback because right. you can't
2: hope that somebody falls in your lap. Well, it's like I think, was it Randy Moss in one of the shows before the game or during the game was going like, Get Tom some help. Who are his wide receivers? Who are, who are these people? that's a good people? point.
1: Who are these people? That's a good point.
2: Yeah. You put Tom
1: Brady on a different team, is it a different outcome? Yeah.
2: So he's throwing it to who? <laughs> I
1: mean, you put him on the Bengals squad, I don't know uh, if it's a different outcome
2: here, but but if you put no. him on I – mean, On the Bengals squad, he wouldn't have got that far. I mean,
1: you put him on the 49ers, you know, you know, are we still talking? Yeah. You put him on the Chiefs, now are we, we still talking? got a talking?
2: guy that, that's set the world on fire college-wise, could be a Bengal. Yeah. Mr. Burrow, he could be a Bengal.
1: He definitely going to be a Bengal. Yeah. Don't, no, don't don't, don't think even, it. Don't it's even put happen. any doubt in that.
2: It's going to happen. Do not put any doubt
1: in my, my first pick for the Heisman vote. Yeah.
2: Joe Burrow, my right. number one pick as I voted for the Heisman. Yeah, and then he's also going to be probably number one pick, and the Bengals come on to Cincinnati. Well, let's put it this way
1: if he is not the number one pick in Something's the NFL happening. draft, I'm looking for a new NFL team. Yeah done I say, i'm well, completely done cincinnati what are you thinking i will not be a Bengals fan anymore <laughs> if joe burrow is not the number one pick for the cincinnati bingles yeah i'm done i'm not going to be a cleveland browns fan no. so don't
2: even hold any well, hope there they they've uh all the hype that they had remember after last season with freddie and, and dude it has blown up there the other half of the state they're excited about joe but the northeast side they have blown up. I don't know what team they I'm are in total disarray yeah. up there. I don't know what team I'm bandwagoning though. But I think if they get Joe Burrow and things work out, when they have their opener at home, well, what an atmosphere that'll be!
1: Doesn't mean, going to win, but no. So. But I
2: mean, it's going to be atmosphere.
1: It'll be a good atmosphere. I hope because yeah. there is no atmosphere right now in Cincinnati. No, no. no. And mean, then the other, look at those then games. I mean,
2: there are poor people here at the Union than there are at the <laughs> Bengals games the last few weeks. Yeah. And then the other thing was, you're looking at the Saints. Three straight years. That, I mean, you couldn't script a team losing on the last play three straight years, and two of the three been to the same team. And, you know, again, the tackle they avoid and the pass interference that wasn't called. And yesterday, did he shove off to catch the ball? It's just like Sean Payton can't catch a break, cannot catch a break. Yeah,
1: I don't, uh, I don't have to tell you there. No. Don't I get don't, in that
2: situation. Don't get in that situation.
1: You're probably right. Don't get yep. into that situation. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. We will take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you from the Union Hub and Grill for the Monday edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. And of course, we're just getting started here. Yeah. It's uh, January 6. We got a full year ahead of us here. Brand new exactly. year, right in the middle of basketball season. Yes, football's behind us for the most part now. We can we can look ahead now. Mm-hmm. We can look ahead. We
2: can. I didn't have to put up with all that. You, That's, can, still, you can still have fun with your ESPN Plus and see, hockey.
1: It's still going. Oh, I love my ESPN Plus. I tell you
2: one thing I do miss. What's that? With the contracts issues, FS Ohio's gone off of my Dish Network and stuff. Really? No Blue Jackets. No Blue Jackets. Uh, you
1: know, uh, I I don't even pay for that. I'm serious okay you ever you have dish yeah i have direct okay and you know they charge extra fee for their rsn's yeah i'm not doing that okay because they black out everything i want to see anyway for the most part right if it's um i mean i'm, I'm not going to watch the Cavs. forget that
2: yeah the Cavs
1: are not an option i'm not a penguins fan i don't hate well, them we we'll still
2: have root or whatever they are at&t, yeah, or that's, AT&T. that's still possible
1: but you know, Fox Sports Ohio, okay, I mean, the Reds have been abysmal for the past, what,
2: Yeah, ever? So we, yeah.
1: It feels like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> They're terrible. Right. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm and I'm not home during the time. I want to watch the other stuff. I mean, and there's like,
2: probably in uh, being 2020, if you, if you have a dish or a record, like, why? There's so many other options that are less expensive that you could draw on and get them. I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I get the plus. I'm yeah, 4
2: dollars what, a
1: yeah. month? I, yeah, 4.99 a month. I get the plus. Yes. That's all I need, really, because Marshall's games, for the most part, even though I'm going to be – I think uh, rest of the year, they're on. Let's put it this way. The games that I'm not at the Marshall game – You're
2: at the Marshall game. I'm going to be watching the yeah. Marshall games. It's like you're at the Marshall game.
1: It's going to be just like I'm at the Marshall game yeah. on the plus. Now, I mean, on the flip side, the plus is not – it's different. And this is how a lot of these games go, because you're not going to get, like, the high Caliber, depending on where you're at, high talent. You're not gonna get that every day. Okay. You're gonna get
2: the local guys. Yeah. Calling the game. Yeah, because I'm on the plus, on the list. When they get the media stuff, you're right. going like ESPN three. The announcers are, and you're going, who, who? are they? Exactly. Who are they? During the bowl game with so many, there were some names out there, and I'm going, I don't know. I, I saw Bill Roth once. Yeah, well, okay. One time, but I'm going, who are these people? And on a basketball night when there's games across the country, the all ESPN Plus, it's like, who do we get? Who is it?
1: I don't know tell you, man. No. I,
2: but the fact that it, it's regardless of I'm who good. the announcer is, you can still watch it, so that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah, so – you get to watch the game. Of course, you should be listening to Steve Cotton. Right. Just listen to Steve. A thou. Would he do a thousand? Combined football and basketball, <sighs> he is up to a thousand game broadcasts. That's a lot of vocal cords. Yeah. And that's football and basketball. Yep. Combined. That's not even counting when he does bas. Uh, baseball. Right. Uh, throw in some extra there's there. There's a few
2: times when uh, bowl games, whatever, and stuff. He had to t- he had to take a bow out on basketball and vice versa. So hats off to him. A thousand plus games is that's yeah. a lot of welcome to the right. welcome, welcome a thousand plus times is woo
1: yeah. Don't count the bat, don't count the baseball because the number of even more. Right. but a thousand combined football and basketball broadcast.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I he, I think they mentioned there was times that maybe he could have gone somewhere. He just said I like it here. I'm here.
1: If an MLB job, yeah, opens up, he's gone. I don't think he's gone, but I hope he applies. He
2: applies. He should. <laughs>
1: Have you ever heard him do baseball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The voice is better at baseball. Yeah. And that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying because the voice does the football in the basketball games. And
2: it's not you, the same voice It lo- does baseball. You love him. Yeah. You love
1: him. But. But then he does a baseball game. You're like, whoa, Steve's pushing it up even another notch. Yeah. That's how I mean that's how good his baseball is. Yeah. To say that it's better than his football and basketball, which is are speaking volume. Which is speaking volumes, which mm-hmm. is already
2: at a high level. And I'm sure he's counting down the days to when he does a baseball game maybe here yeah. and there. He only has to drive a couple blocks up the street to do a game. He's an
1: encyclopedia of baseball knowledge. Yeah.
2: Because I mean I'll listen
1: to his games when he does the baseball games
2: and I'm sitting there going, where did you find that I factoid? Know. You, you read him on Twitter and some things, you're going like, yeah, he's making me look smart. And then Chuck McGill's the same way at times. I'm going, where do they come up with these things? I'm
1: not saying anything about No, I'm not saying that for Chuck McGill. No, okay. come but, on. But Stevie, <laughs> I've
2: said some things out there and he throws it and it's going like, you mentioned it. Yeah. Where did he find it? Right.
1: If you No, McGill will get a big head. Yeah. That's just be careful. That's the difference?
2: Okay. Yeah, McGill will get the big head. Dave just gets the hint. Yeah.
1: 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more on the way. We owe a break, so we'll take care of that yeah. when we continue here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to the Monday, January 6th edition, live on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill here every Monday at 1125 Fourth Avenue in Huntington. Don't forget the Monday special $2 call shot, $1.50 bottles every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Busy weekend. Yeah. Now we got to. Regroup, Marshall basketball in action here in the next couple of days on the road. But, you know, the good news is Marshall women's basketball, we get to
2: see them in conference action for the first time. because Thursday, Saturday. Flipping the schedule. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have the greatest game at Rice.
1: No, Uh, I mean, they got. But they
2: came back and got North Texas. I got to give them credit.
1: I mean, they got hammered against Rice. Let's let's be honest.
2: Well, they had a a, a second time when they had a single-digit quarter. The second quarter they scored three points. I looked it up on the chart chart. They scored the first basket of the second quarter, a three-pointer. Did not score the rest of the period.
1: But, to their credit, they beat North Texas. But then they come back and got their the 59 yeah. Yeah, so. They got Middle Tennessee and UAB. Getting yeah. Flipping schedules here. Yeah. And so, the ladies, I'm sure would love to have a big crowd at the Henderson Center. Yeah. Can you believe it's been since December 7th that Marshall women have played a home game? They played that's, against Bowling Green. Yeah. And then they were at Rutgers on the fifteenth, and then Townsend and the 21st. Mm-hmm. Rest of the year off. Yeah. January 2nd, knocking some rust off. Yeah. They play Rice.
2: Which is and then they
1: get the victory against North Texas. Yeah. It's
2: like Henderson Center, that's what it looks like. <laughs> they'll appreciate it. They will appreciate it. So and the, as you mentioned, they'll appreciate if the people show up.
1: Yeah, six o'clock on Thursday against middle and then one PM on Saturday, Saturday
2: against UAB. Do UAB.
1: you call him UAB? No,
2: I just not really. Is that what UAB. you're calling him? No. UAB. No, I just said so, it. But so it's basically from, now, UAB. from now on, I'm going to call him UAB because you got that stuck in my head. Okay. UAB. You just not to change things around a little bit. Looked off to the right with TV set. Can Mike McCarthy just got hired at Dallas? Can he put up with Jerry Jones?
1: Well, he took the job, so he's he going to he's have to. He took, I guess, he's going to have to. You know what you're getting when you hire. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the paycheck's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Jerry, Jerry's going to coach the team. You're just, gonna pay, you're <laughs> you're just there. Yeah, yeah you're going to get the check. You're just
2: a figurehead. Don't, there's certain games you win, you're fine. It's a UAB. You're calling him UAB. Yeah.
1: How about Alabama-Birmingham?
2: There we go. You want to call him that? Yeah. Especially if you uh, the old days of being a headline writer, if you had to spell out Alabama-Birmingham. That was not a good choice for a one-column head. Maybe two. It was a tight squeeze. Blazers or UAB was working better.
1: Blazers or UAB. That's one okay. thing about
2: Conference USA. There's a lot of initials involved. A lot of initials, directionals, directions.
1: It's not as easy as some comp because FAU, FIU, yeah, WKU, UTSA, yeah,
2: yeah, UTEP, UTEP,
1: yeah. No. That's a lot of directionals. I like spelling it out. Tech. Yeah. Yep. Cause it, you, O-D-U every, for the Every Old time Dominion. you play
2: them they're going like this reference to this from here we like to be called that, not this. So.
1: Just don't uh, no. don't don't say UAB. No. Okay. When they're in gotcha. town don't say UAB, no. okay?
2: Well. They're
1: well, will just let. like I will not. I'll okay. <laughs> go Blazers. Go the
2: Blazers. Go Blazers. Yeah.
1: Go Blazers. Go Blazers. Phone numbers to be a part of the program, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Ball Swan, Dave Walsh, first show of the new year right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
2: Tough weekend for basketball, but having a day game on Saturday allowed people to, if they were into it, to go to the tough man was in town. I did not go Friday. I was there Saturday, and I, I, I think both nights for the first time in a long time, about 11 o'clock, People were gone. It was over. It was like. Was it over because it was. this no, no, it was over. It was like they were finished. It was the number of bouts and things. It's. Uh, I looked at my watch. I'm going. We're going home. I can't remember years ago. We still have an hour and a half to go. Both nights by 11. you we're done. And they had an extra division this year. Well, that's not a bad thing, though. Isn't no, it? no. Because, you know, you just, you're just like me. When you go to something, you don't pay for downtime. Downtime is not good. And they, they, you know, fights, guys go at this ring here. They come through the, you know, they go pretty well. And there was some interesting fights. I um, never heard the ring girl winner get booed. She did.
1: Wait a minute. The ring girl? Yes,
2: they had the ring girl contest. There were she eight. got booed. They cut it down to three. They did her second round of cheers. Okay. Five, eight, and nine. Okay. So the announced Mariah, who was nine, was, you know, okay. And then, And we're thinking the girl on the right was going to win Skylar. And they announced it was Britney, and a course of booze. They didn't like Britney. What was wrong Not, with Britney? Uh, there I was something, but compared to Skylar, I mean, was, and was, was Skylar Brittany,
1: prettier than Britney? I mean, uh, you know,
2: this Skylar was okay. I, I okay. can see it, but um, Brittany was kind of like she's lifted a few weights or so. I don't know. She won. Hey, she got it. She got a jacket. So she was fit, but it was tough for her to come into the ring after that because every time she came in the ring to tell you what round it was, nothing but booze. And then the women's heavyweight winner—I have to throw this out—was the heaviest competitor on the show, male or female. Three hundred two. Okay. She won.
1: She was not athletic, in what you're saying. But
2: had to overcome a wardrobe malfunction in the first round. What did you do? We're going like they better hurry up and ring the bell because uh, she's not going to have any trunks left. And they were yelling for duct tape when the girl did not come out for the second round. Jerry Thomas goes, "Duct tape, please." They were going to tape her trunks up. Okay. I mean, that's tough, man. It's fun. It's fun.
1: This is not highbrow
2: entertainment. No, it, but it's, they, and it's both pretty lowbrow, Dave. Yeah, but both nights, I have to admit this: the crowds were not bad, and they stayed. A lot of times, the first night your guy or gal gets beat, they don't, they don't come back from the holla. They were there. They were there, and you had a 39-year-old win. That's the highest because after 39, you're out. You can't fight anymore. So, uh, I mean, um, it, it worked out well. But, I mean, the wardrobe malfunction and a ring girl getting booed and a ring dude who also fought. I said, we're going to have the first time when a guy wins two jackets. Okay. Ring dude and fighter of, of his division.
1: So, a gentleman who was uh, also with he the He got Mars. to the
2: semi's before he got beat. Okay.
1: So, he fought and he was also. And then he came back to holding up signs. He held signs. Okay.
2: Yeah. No tips this year, though. Last year he did it and somebody, a lady stepped up and handed him a dollar bill. Not Th- this year.
1: This is fascinating stuff that I did not get to take part of this
2: year. Well, it's it. it it's unique. Let's put it that way. I call it, it I call it windmill boxing because it's your hands are here and then they drop. Okay, uh, let me
1: describe it. You put your hands up in your you get head. Get ready to fight. And by time you, put you put them watch down. them
2: flail, I mean it's just you see all kinds. Okay, you see all kinds. That's what you know.
1: I'm a big proponent of the actual fight game itself. I like yeah. boxing, boxing yeah. proper. Well, that was one of the boxing things. But is it really boxing? It's more. Yeah, it, I don't know about that it's one. It's not but even street fighting. It's just a slug fest.
2: Yeah. But they did some And I'm th- not against it. No. But. but it, it it kept moving. You weren't there until 1 o'clock in the morning, which helped. The, the weather was a little inclement, it made you come indoors. It wasn't snowing or something. And, it, and there was some, you know, Jeremy Bates was there and some things. But the big thing was. The, the, the guy, Travis Hanshaw, was there. They introduced him, the World Boxing Federation Super Middleweight Champion, who was that division's Fighter of the Year, just back from Germany fighting. They introduced him. So it went, it went pretty well. And his dad was Trainer of the Year. I did. Not, I knew he was going to Germany. I did not know he would already gone and fought and won. He told me about it, said it was fun, it was unique. I had to get after it because it was, it was a split decision when it was over, but he did enough to win, so now he's back home. So, but the tough man, uh, all the years I did it and covered it and uh, helped out this time a little bit, it's different. Because first thing I remember, do not wear white.
1: No, you don't wear white. The first
2: year I had a white shirt on, a guy got hit, and I looked down, my shirt was red. Okay. So from that point on, everything's dark. That's a, I did learn that.
1: That's a good tip. And Dave. when people
2: come in, with little light colored shirts, I'm going, not smart. Okay. Not smart. Wear
1: dark clothing. Yeah. Because you might get blood splatter yeah, on you yeah. you might get alcohol spilled on you
2: well they had a sign no alcohol out at ringside
1: oh that's an improvement though yeah, right yeah everywhere else so you can you have could, it but so at you ringside you had ringside. to be
2: sober <laughs> but it was so funny to have the ring girl booed and a wardrobe malfunction for the champion Jerry Tom was calling for duct tape but they didn't need it because they the girl did not answer the bell for round two this is the highlight of your weekend it's different. I mean, you see things and stuff, but when you walk in, you, this is not going to be the three minute. They had one pro fight, and that was a whole, it only lasted two rounds. He knocked the guy out, but it's a whole different world. See,
1: I would go to a pro fight. Yeah.
2: They had a, one on Saturday.
1: Now, I'm not talking Slugfest here, I'm talking an actual legitimate
2: yeah. pro fight. Jabs, hooks, this, that, that nothing. Boxing. Yes.
1: MMA. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about tough man. Yeah. I mean, because it's. Well, it's
2: gone until next year.
1: I'm not against it. It's just. I think you described it best. I'm well, going to let George describe different. And in. the other
2: thing was different. All the announcements were at Big Sandy's Superstore Store Arena. But as January came up, it is now Mountain Health Arena. Jerry made that point. We're at Mountain Health Arena. Well,
1: we're at the Union Pub, Pub and, and, Grill. and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here until now. We're going to come back on Monday and do this all over again. Yep. I'll be back tomorrow for our regular edition of the show for Gabriel Sellers back in the studio for Dave Walsh and Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of the Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone.